Hello, Tina's on the mic. Tina's talk on the rise, alongside with uh, my special co-host, Sarah. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. We're both excited to talk to you today, Brian. Uh, Brian happens to be uh, the main man on episode three. How are you guys doing? Good. Good to see you. Um, last time we saw you, we were definitely seeing some of your best, you know, trainings alongside with uh, two individuals who happen to be very close to you. Correct. And Brian, um, I'm really, you know, happy and I'm, you know that you're doing everything you're doing and to come into your home and to see something that you created. To me, it was it, it felt special. Thank you so much. Um, you are a professional. You're looking to be a professional into in the fighting um, industry. Correct. Uh, well, let's start off with you know what exactly uh, you know drove you to start doing that. Um, well, it. I was working next uh, door at first at this facility that does a uh, uh, ninja, like uh, you know American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, they do like a little obstacle and they change it every week. And um, I was working there, and um, so kind of like a gymnastics and teaching kids all that. I was always I was always working with kids. But anyways, um, just one day right next door there was this martial arts place, and uh, me and my friend Charlie we were like, yo, let's try it out one day, and uh, we went. And um, man, I ended up loving it. I was like, I was like, wow, this is cool. Like, and I, I after that day, I was like, man, I want to do this. So that's kind of what engaged it. And then like, like some um, history to that. My dad did it. My dad did jujitsu. Yeah, um, I knew about it, but I wasn't like so sure. And then um, he never got me into it though. So shame on him, cause I would have loved to do it at a younger age. I started at 19, so. Imagine if he did it, if he showed me or took me to a spot and like had me enroll like maybe in 14, 13, man, that would have definitely gave me extra time to be a different animal. Still nothing changes. Still same path, still same energy. That's pretty cool. You know, starting at 19 and taking up, you know, taking everything you got. Mm -hmm. You're already at a, with a different mental, you know, uh, in regards of, uh, you're, you're already at a step, you, you passed high school. Mm -hmm. You know, you went through your early ages and now you're like, what am I, what am I going to do? Normally at 19, you're like either looking for a job or like going to college. Right. And you were creating basically your life. Right. Because I didn't even, I, I didn't even notice, notice until like after um, I started getting really into it, maybe like a month or two. I was just really into it. Yeah. I remember uh, I remember you from Rosa Parks. Right. Uh, you're two years younger than me and. You were my brother's age. Correct. I see you around with him and one of his best friends, Leslie. Correct. You happen to train now. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, me and Leslie go way back. Um, honestly, probably like one of my first friends at uh, Rosa Parks. Very hard to make friends. And then for Leslie there, like, and shout out to Leslie. She, for uh, being like, uh, like honest with me and like a good friend and just sticking there with throughout middle school till now, which is something you can't really find nowadays. Especially with people like in school, you really drift away. You honestly don't talk to like 90% of the people there anyways, maybe even less, but yeah. That's cool. Um, I know you were asking Sarah, you know, how did we meet and you were interested in finding out how that happened, right? Yeah, definitely. And first impressions too. Yeah, first impressions. I mean, I'll see him in the hallway, you know, you know, high school mainly mm -hmm. because I remember you were in sixth grade and I was in eighth grade and I was new to Rosa right. Parks and High school came and I was, uh, I had to be a junior when you came in as a freshman. 
Right. So, yeah, it was already like, I, I never really spoke to you, but right, right. it was like a respect thing. Like, I see you and probably like a nod right, right. here and there. Yeah, I knew you were Fabio's brother and all that. Cool. Like, I must, me and Fabio were good friends. Yeah, yeah we would like chill, talk a lot. I so, yeah. I told him yesterday, I was like, you know who I'm, I'm going to be doing something with? And it's Brian. He's like, oh, yeah, Brian, that's my man. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's who I'm going to be with. And uh, he was excited too. I told him to come here early, but knowing him, <laughs> he wasn't going to be able to make it. Right. Um, and what I was really impressed was, you know, I'd see you on Instagram and, you know, I'd, I'd see you were fighting. I, I never knew that of you. Like, mm -hmm. like, but you said it was when you were 19 when that developed. And I go on Instagram and I'm like, damn, this guy's like, has so many medals. Like, he, he looks like he's enjoying himself, mm -hmm. you know, taking on this profession and you're having fun. Right. You look happy. Right. You look much different, much mm -hmm. taller. Right. And, you know, fit. Mm -hmm. and that comes into play and I, I know you do a lot of training and no definitely so the thing is um something i found out right uh, around the time that i started is not a lot of people know how to fight and i was one of those people i didn't i didn't know how to i don't know how to control the situation probably like if i, I was presented in a fight man i just have to do the best with that with what i with what i knew and then i found out like man like around five to ten percent of the world or population like don't know how to fight that leaves 92 close to 100 don't know what to do i was like that's huge man what if i like one day like i encounter somebody who, who's in that 10 percent like i'm in trouble and then other way goes around like i'm part of that 10 percent. i can pretend my, protect myself and yeah and um it, it was just crazy that that's that kind of got me into it as well you wanted to defend yourself you wanted to basically like yeah i just I, I basically like at first my mindset was like i liked it but now i wanted to like if anybody mess with me i'm a big guy yeah. let me let me take that to advantage i'm tall I'm a little big, the little, length. yeah, exactly. So I was like, I mean, alone, like when you see a tall person, you're like, oh man, I don't want to mess with him. He's tall compared to like, I'm pretty tall compared to a lot of other guys. And, um, but man, man, like you never know, you never know. Like to be honest, what martial arts teaches you, it doesn't really matter the size. It does play into effect, but if you know what you're doing, you know what to control. It doesn't really matter. The size does not matter. You would get beat by somebody who does martial arts, even for a couple months compared to nobody who's doing it. Man, I had a, uh, one of my uh, uh, one of my first coaches and great instructors, um, AJ. That dude was uh, he knows how to uh, establish himself. He's a small dude, man. I'm talking about like I'm two, three. I'm exaggerating, not three, but like a feet to two feet taller than him. Mm -hmm. And this dude knows how to like throw out some like good energy and show you how to uh, be a dominant person. And you wouldn't expect it, like. But it's cool, like that's that's what martial arts gives you. This is the kind of confidence that you gain from it making sure like when you walk out you're safe or at least you you'll at least encounter a situation what to do from there and that, that's very important i think um when it comes to fighting i mean i don't know if you've ever been in a street fight before even right you, you, you ever mm -hmm. to this industry, mm -hmm. but i've been in a lot of them mm -hmm. you know i've taken a couple l's too and mm -hmm. it all comes down to just defending yourself. Know right. that you need to have your guard up at all times. Know your surroundings. You always know, keep your head on the swivel. Always keep your head, you know, right. Especially if an altercation just started. Right. Because I've been caught up in, in situations where I don't want to fight. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, chill. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're being a goofball wearing public. Mm -hmm. And I kind of doze off. And I'm trying to forget about it. But maybe that person hasn't forgotten. Exactly. So I... In that moment, I was uh, uh, in that situation. I remember I was like, "Log, like whatever, you know." I just want to get on with my night. My night's going on, and right. all I felt was a hit. I don't know where. Mm -hmm. I wish I kind of just, like you know, 
knew what to, no, not know what to do, but just kept my head on, you know, right. Like know that there's a guy that's maybe mm-hmm. thinking about attacking me at right. a certain point. Right. Or let me just get out of there not to not to have any trouble. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. It was more of like, all right, like you guys are doing too much. Let me just mm-hmm. you know back right. away and you know keep them on my night. But nah. And I ended That's up you, yeah, you don't know anybody, <laughs> especially nowadays, man. A lot of a lot of people have been. Um, honestly, think the world is going. Uh, it's just going down. You just see more ruthless people out. Yes, there are some good ones, but man, in the streets, like you see, uh, you see people attacking people for no reason, and just either for their greed or for their selfish reasons, or maybe they might need something. But there's better ways of doing it. Anyways, that being said, like that, this is why I really emphasize uh, self-defense, because you will you will know like aside from that it gives you that confidence and then if something happens you know how to protect yourself from dangers like that like getting hit maybe maybe you can get hit a couple times but then after that you know where to go from there instead of just stalling screaming or like curling up in a ball or knocking out exactly worst comes to worst is you you'll probably get like a like a hit a bruise a black eye maybe maybe like a cut skin but from there that's it like you know you know you know where to de- uh escalate the situation and where and where to go from there so that's 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 something good that comes from that which a lot of people like a lot of people uh fade or don't like that uh kind of like um they just think martial arts like they think it's like karate or something like that like uh some high eyes and some like straight kicks no 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 it's uh especially with what i do jujitsu is what i mainly focus on but I do do uh, I do Muay Thai and I also f- uh, focus on uh, some judo and some wrestling. Like I'm really I'm really big on wrestling to be honest because it fits hand in hand with jujitsu. And like all props, man. I wish like in high school I did some wrestling, knowing like if I was gonna head to this spot, I was like, man, I would have definitely go balls to the wall of wrestling. Like that would have helped me majorly like into that. Like you see wrestlers uh, in, uh, inter- integrate in- integrate into um, into jujitsu and they they fit very well because they already know the movements kind of. Now it's just adding that extra skill set to help them um, go beyond from there. Anyways, yeah. So you mentioned that you were into jiu-jitsu, judo, wrestling, and Muay Thai. How right. did you branch out into all of that? And do you plan on branching out into more? <clears throat> um, I'm always o- open to do more martial arts, man. Um, it's, uh, it's self-rewarding to learn uh, the art, to learn where it started from, all that. I'm open to all of that. So just just the art of it everything has their own discipline they have their own methods they have their um like what they believe in and um yeah i I definitely plan on on uh adding some more stuff uh the more knowledge you can't you can't go wrong with learning more stuff no matter what what it is so yeah and can you repeat the other question i'm sorry do you plan on like branching out into more like do you plan on adding more under your belt for that um yeah but i i really just want to focus on um on just what I know right now, just those four, and uh, making it real, making it uh, make it making it solid instead of just learning other stuff and then knowing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I'd rather be proficient in one spot or in a couple spots than to learn a little bit of everything, cause then you'll be everywhere. Yeah, I'll be everywhere, and then it just it'll just confuse anybody knowing way too much out of anything. Because you did, I mean, when you first started, I feel like you were on one spot, mm-hmm. and then you kind of developed onto the other one, right? And to right. more time and wrestling, so it all took like it's, right. it's space, right? Right. So I feel like you probably will, you know, let's say boxing, right? No, yeah, I mean, I did a little bit of boxing. I, I so Muay Thai is Thailand kickboxing, and it just it just shows you how to use more of your legs, uh, the limbs. Uh, Thai boxing is um, basically using the 
basically your, your knuckles, your elbows, um, your knees and your shins. So it's, it's very different. Thai, Thai boxers are very, um, a lot more powerful, a lot more, uh, direct than boxing. Boxing, you have to do a lot of movement and a lot of head movement in Thai. You wouldn't do that because now you're adding kicks. You can get kicked to the face uh, in boxing. Like if you tuck your head in, man, in Thai boxing, that's like gold. You could get knee, you could like a jumping knee to the face, a kick, all that. So you have to like learn now a different kind of movement pattern. But I, I have learned some boxing. Um, it's really good for the speed. It's a good workout. But um, yeah, no, uh, Thailand people are are more like very like very hard with it. You you see them like kicking trees, kicking like hard stuff with their shins to condition it, killing the nerves. Yeah crazy I, I don't know how seriously if you see that like pain and, <laughs> mm -hmm, like they get used to that kind of thing and um if you see them like back in the like in their country out, out in thailand they it's either school or thai boxing they start from a young age though and then you see them growing up to like these ruthless machines and those are the kind of people you kind of underestimate exactly yeah right. yeah yeah very much no yeah and then it's, that's the first person that's, that's what catches you off guard hitting you right here and you're mm -hmm. like holy shit that's that's it ko yeah ko and that's 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 a lot a lot of information right self-defense is very important i mean we were talking with our last episode in regards of you know using guns as self-defense mm -hmm. when you use your body for self-defense it's you can you have to be very you know you have to protect your face more than anything and right protect yourself <laughs> um and make sure you don't broke any bones right right <laughs> no right and, it's and dangerous. I mean, yeah, I mean, and you never know who you're gonna catch. Maybe one of your opponents might have a gun, might have a, a weapon. And um, the good thing is, like, uh, worst comes to worst, you know how to control that, and you know how to use your body. Imagine if I carried a, a knife or a gun, and uh, somebody else carried it, and you're gonna have to go through like a whole bunch of paperwork, polices, and all that. Yeah. Aside from just being like, hey, look, I just took the dude down. I've confiscated his stuff, and. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. All it takes. That, seriously, but yeah, I would I would never say like if there was a gun pointed maybe like ten feet away from you, I'd say listen to them. But if you're at close range, then um, there's there's that slight chance. Uh, some people don't. It's some people don't really like. I mean, how many people shoot each other? Not that often, right? Yeah. Like you don't come to a person who's like he's used to shooting people. I mean, and if you do, man, good luck. Like yeah. I mean, I'd I'd be like yo, hands down. Like I wouldn't listen to them. But like if I got close to them and I was like at distance, um, and since I know what I'm doing, like I would take that chance because. I mean, it's life or death. You never know what they're going to do. They're trying to run your pockets. They're trying to take what you have. Maybe you don't have much. So clearly you don't want to let somebody take your whatever whatever else you have left from you. Before getting to the level where you're at now, um, I'm sure you went through many challenges. Oh, say, man. Dieting, I mean. Oh, I went through too much. Not I making went sure through you don't too eat, much. You know, you don't have cream cheese on your bagel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, man. Tell me about some challenges that you faced and how did you overcome uh, Let's see. Let's let's um, let's start with when I started uh, this uh, martial arts path. So the thing about it is it's not really a, a good paying thing. So that's a big challenge was financial wise. I had to I had to suck it up for a while, maybe like a year or two. And like, thank God. And I thank my mother for this because she not a lot of not a lot of people or a lot of uh, family members. Like after you hit that 18 stage, they wouldn't take like help you out. They wouldn't yeah. take care of you. And not a lot of people have like uh, mothers that can't sustain you more than that. But thankfully, my mom was there for me. She helped me out through this journey. And I told her like, I, I, I loved it. The, the thing about me is like with jujitsu and I plan on doing this forever. It's like even without the money, I love doing it. So I, I want to continue this path as long as I die. You see you see like uh, Pedro Sar 
sour i apologize uh he's probably like around his 60s and 70s has his own organization but he's not he's, he has not stopped teaching jujitsu there's um there's even older guys and the people in brazil like who are barely walking but they still do jujitsu they still there's people who still do martial arts and still teach it because it's something you love something like to me money would not come in the way with you uh with martial arts because it's something i appreciate like i love doing it like if you love doing something so much like and money that you if you love doing something so much money should not get in the way of that but yes money does play a factor of but um you should be happy it's like i would rather not i i do not prefer to be in a nine to five job like trying to shoot my brains out just try to make ends meet like i would rather have like something like jujitsu or uh muay thai or any kind of martial arts and be happy and content with that and and be able to scratch off um yeah and uh i'm sorry like financially i, I mean yeah it was, my challenges it was, it was a tough sorry like tough I, sometimes i lose track so no, if, like, it's if you okay s- i mean so yeah so back to where i was at passion into you so yeah 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 you've been through some challenges uh-huh. one of them. so yeah so keep in mind like when i first started man i was making ten dollars an hour just to assist and and my and the, the thing is like it would be like maybe one two classes a day so like twenty dollars a day and then i would uh monday through saturday i'd be making what uh like 120 like 100 that's nothing that's what i'm saying like (laughs) i'm already 19 i have like a small little car i gotta pay these little stuff and on top of that my mom like my mom kind of needs help like we have like um i have two younger sisters at the time bills yeah exactly so like who what is that gonna pay like nothing like that that'll just literally just cover my insurance and um yeah exactly (laughs) like and like on top of that like responsibilities so like i couldn't with that limited like i had to like literally eat dirt and scratch with whatever i had knowing like hey this is what i want to do this is what i'm doing and um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say like it, it was very hard it was very hard for me um but the fact is that i kept pushing through it's i'm starting to see the other side i'm starting to see some like positive energy coming my way and i'm just glad like i stuck through it like it's, it was worth it's it. It, yeah it was worth it and on top of it like i love what i'm doing like i i'd show up every day i i i love what i'm doing as it's it makes me happy that's one challenge and keep in mind i've been doing this already for four plus years mm-hmm. so to to go through that hard step you really be you really doubt yourself you really doubt like like even throughout the journey like hey am, am i gonna make it like should i just stop should i just like go should i like do something else find something else or study Self-doubt. something else Self-doubt. exactly one one thing is battling yourself throughout these times especially when you're going through hard times you're like what are you doing wrong anyways thankfully like i had people around me who pushed through me um who kept me going and um like i thank all those people because um i'm i'm at a place right now i still have those thoughts i still think like man i'm i'm probably not gonna make it anywhere but i don't i don't let that stop me i that's why i keep doing what i'm doing this is why i follow a resume a regime and um that's that's one challenge to see weight loss um it's not has not been that hard for me um uh, I, I remember one time I had to lose uh, 12 pounds like in three weeks or in a week, something like that. What? Yeah. And then the thing is, um, I, 12 this, pounds. Yes. Yes. It's a yeah. struggle for me to lose one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, was and this was for a fight. Or? It was it was for a tournament. Yeah. And this was this was like for like it wasn't a, it was an OK. It was it's a big tournament. It's, it's better than the local tournaments. So I was like ready, I was pumped. I was I did everything in my power to make sure I made that weight, and I did. And um, what I did to follow is I ate g- grapefruits, nothing but grapefruits for th- uh, two weeks, three weeks, 
like literally like no meat no rice no nothing which is i don't i don't please nobody do this because it's very hard um especially if you don't if you're not like in this kind of scene where you uh where you're kind of used to it and your body is uh going through like massive training to lose this constant weight because uh my time frame was small but yeah for three weeks i had nothing but great food i felt like trash uh towards the end because my body was craving like i'm a carnivore so yeah Mm -hmm. i was craving all that but um, I ended up losing the 12 pounds. I made it to 188. So that that um, I that day, that tournament day, uh, I did okay. But I ended up losing. I was just it, it's just a lot of work doing into going into a into a fight, not fully into yourself. So that was my mistake. I should have cut it weight a lot sooner and then kind of like chillax through the next the last couple of days to recover a little bit. But um, that's just uh, lessons that you learn throughout the time, like what to do better in the future. Learning experience for sure, I bet. Yeah. You definitely took the other tournament coming up. Yeah. Much different. Mm-hmm. And like <laughs> I have, I've had challenges everywhere, man. Like uh, car crashes uh, like I before saw. a tournament. I had a car crash before a tournament, yeah, man. I think I saw on Instagram. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And you still, got, you still went to the tournament. Like, and and I, I, I ended up taking gold, too. I ended up taking gold, too. <laughs> Yeah, we need to know the whole. Story. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was some driving. People, some people actually will break down in tears, and or they will be they'll call something off if they're, if they're ever in that position. Like my car just got hit, I gotta be at a, at a place real quick. You know, how am I gonna make it? How this? How that? I think a lot of people <laughs> want to be able to make. make yeah, it mentally, I was like, yeah. So keep in mind, I wasn't making money back then, so I already paid for this tournament, and knowing that I paid for it, I was like, man, look, I'm already in a car crash. I was going, I was going down Gaithersburg, um, I think Norbeck, no, not Norbeck. Um, I don't know, you know that road through uh, MC, Rockville MC, like that whole road down, and then it heads through Gaithersburg. Okay, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was going down there, and then um, I was, uh, I was on the right side, all the way in the right lane, and um, I don't know where the car in front of me doesn't th- throw any signals and none of that. He turns to McDonald's. I'm like, oh man, crap. I, I tried stopping. I couldn't really control it. I ended up hitting him and I'm like, all right, so my car can't move. I have, to, I can't leave the car here. So luckily um, there was a shop nearby and I just left it there. And um, I got an Uber to the tournament. I was like, man, I lost, I'm no point in um, solving now the car's already done. So uh, I just called an Uber. I went to the tournament, uh, did what I had to do, uh, collect, uh, collect my uh, gold medal. Take everybody you down. You did collect that gold medal I'm looking yeah. at right here. <laughs> I did what I had to do, man, because I was like, this is my future. Might as well, like, I'm already paid for it. I'm not making that much money. That, like, that that was a lot for me. So I went there and I had to do what I had to do. You did. Yeah. And that's very, very inspiring, mm-hmm. to be honest. I mean, I see here you're, like, smirking at the camera. I, yeah, exa- that's exactly. While, yep. while you're, like, you know, that, I, whooping his ass. And exactly. And you're like, I got this yeah, money like, coming, it's, buddy. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, was, it was in the bag already. It was in the bag, I mean. I could tell it was in the bag already and mm-hmm. you look very happy and you knew what you're doing. Yeah, so that was so an upside to the day. Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of like, I, I always send positive energies. So like, yeah, that happened, but look, some good came into that. Um, it was worth it. Yeah. It was definitely worth it and I, I applaud you for that. No, thank you. And Congrats on that medal and congrats on that money. Right. So yeah. Well and worth it. it. Uh-huh. Speaking of medals though, um, you brought out like a whole bunch of medals mm-hmm. and showed them to us, but you also mentioned um, but they didn't mean anything to you. Uh, well, there's a story to every medal, but to be honest, they really don't. Um, it doesn't mean much to me because it's not the medal I want. It's these kind of medals uh, doesn't signify anything 
if I tell somebody this medal, it's like it means nothing to them. They're like, oh, cool, he won a local tournament uh, medal. Yes, they have every stories, but um, what I really want is to go to Cali uh, or go to the IBJJF and win a, a world champion medal, something that uh, has status, something that will get my name out there, something that people will be like, oh man, this dude's a world champion. Like not a local tournament. Like that, I mean, it, it's it's self rewarding winning these tournaments, and it's and it builds me up to these uh to be prepared for these world championships. And I, I definitely plan on doing it because I really want my I don't want to just be the like a good player. I want to be the best. I want my name out there. And aside from that, I want to be an amazing coach. So like, there's there's a uh, stuff built up to it. Like to why like my name my uh my Instagram name is like this, and why I've chosen uh, everything that I have. It's all up to something, and um, and I proceed to doing it. Yeah. So, and just just to summarize it, just to just I just want to be a world champion. I I want it more than ever. I train for it. Before COVID, man, I was I would train from 8 a.m. till 9, 10, 11 p.m. So, okay, that's that's more than your nine to five job. Literally, I would wake up and then I would head uh, over to one of my coaches. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Nick Robinson. Uh, for taking care of me, for looking out for me, for just being out there for me. If you're around the Tacoma area, like Beltway Martial Arts is a good spot for you. Um, but that's where I would start my day. And then right after that, I would go to the homies out at High Styles and uh, Adams Morgan. A d d different spot, different vibes, man. They're amazing. They're amazing. So if you're around there, the thing about them, they're uh, very 420 uh, friendly. So, hey. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, it's cool <laughs> cool vibes man i love them they gave me they they that kind of like kind of it not only were they very like good in technique and uh good training wise they were very they gave like a different kind of vibe that you don't really don't find at other gyms like that are very strict that are very like on top of you and like they'll like snap at you for anything no they're very cool vibes man and that kind of made it fun for me so i loved going there every single time and then after that like that was from like from like eight to ten and then i take like a small little break to like catch myself uh like recover and then i would go to high styles and then right after that there was this open mat like near them uh and uh like maybe like five ten minutes from there i would do another roll and then from there i'd have to go to work and then from work i would train after that and then after i'm done training like i would go to gold's gym like two three minutes from there like finish up with uh maybe some like uh quick circuit stuff maybe some like uh ab building just just so that i have everything like uh rationalized very good like i'm not just working on one thing and i'm making sure like i'm built different than everybody so yeah that was before covid covid kind of screwed a lot of things up so now i'm just kind of waiting for that thing to go a little bit back to normal so i can start uh building up to that but i've still been training intensely i've been training under a different guy uh very amazing and i and i, I gave a major shout out to a uh, uh coach greg uh uh, out at standard that this dude has uh changed everything that i've seen this dude is uh completely different uh and i and i thank him for and i think and i and i thank god that i i had that opportunity to see that because uh not just me like i feel like everybody in that room is going to become a monster and then we're just all going to come up and um just one day you're just going to see like our names and that gym just pop up because that's that's how confident i feel about that and that's how confident i feel about myself like they change the way I see things. That's great. I mean, th I think that comes into perspective. I don't think those medals mean anything. Because exactly. You're the best in the world. Mm -hmm. You have to be the best for yourself. And the exactly. World watching you. And your name, Toad Sage Bryan. Where did that come from? Oh man. All right. So let's get into some juice. So um, I was a little nerd when I was a kid, and I'm, I'm probably still a little nerd right now. Um, I was really into Naruto. Of 
yeah yeah okay. i was very very into naruto um and um something that I always called some like my favorite character is jiraiya and he was told to be the the frog hermit the toad sage <laughs> and then the thing yeah and then another thing is the way i went about it is um the name and then the way my uh my little gym is built um as you can see like i have the toad on there my mom would tell me stories in bolivia like about uh, lake T uh, titicaca that there were some huge frogs like literally and like human sized that were all the way in the bottom of the lake and um that uh nobody was able to find them maybe like maybe like it was probably spotted once or twice and i'd be like man that's that's crazy like what the heck there's like frogs that big and then like i like me like i did some research and then i ended up finding out um they're not human sized but they are pretty big though like more than your regular size you're like man yeah i was like oh that'd be cool like I they, can't wrestle they, one. They, they, <laughs> literally they like my mom would tell me like they would take like people there and they would never find them again and i was like oh that's cool but then i found that out like these frogs are actually bigger than the usual ones like very big um maybe like a foot or two mm -hmm. and that's pretty big for a frog or a toad yeah, and i'm like yeah i was like oh that's so cool and um but still that's 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 a cool fact like you would think and then they're very hard to like find because they're usually all the way in the bottom i, I think because of the temperature wise and um i was like oh that's cool um and it reflects back to like my uh my home country where my family is from and i was like all right that plugs in and then next thing you know like i have uh my, my favorite character uh jiraiya like he's the frog hermit i was like let me just plug and then the thing about jiraiya uh just to uh, summarize it is um he's one of the greatest um in that uh in that show so um like he's already spotted but the but his whole point and legacy is to train a student to become even greater to like literally protect the whole world or protect his little nation and um that's kind of what i'm going for like um i see myself as being one of the greatest but i i love teaching kids i love i love the fact that um that they grow on you that they they want to kind of be like they technically they want to be like you they want to they want to be just like they always look for something to look up to and i want to be that figure where they're like hey like man i want to be just like coach and aside from that aside from being me i want to make sure i give them the best uh the best knowledge the best uh advice uh uh, uh make them into something that they want to be and not only that like be like badass like like literally like demolish all these other kids uh that cross their way so like my my point is like i want to be the best but I'm gonna have that student, or I'm gonna have students or kids that will surpass me and take that on. And then the, it kind of just plugged in together, like the frog, like the everything family going on. It's a very good story. Really so yeah, so I was like, I that's why I call myself the frog hermit. That and um and that's kind of why like I chose the animal. And then um like I said, like I'm kind of in, into that like ancient like traditional uh like samurai stuff. So that's kind of where I got my logo. Uh, shout out to Chewy Prince for helping me out with all that. Um, he he designed it for me. He um, he did my tat on my leg. It was it's something very symbolizing for me because even if it doesn't work out, I that's something big to me, and I will always be known to be as the Frog Hermit. As long as you you know mm -hmm. feel like it's for you, right? All that really matters. Mm -hmm. You do have it tattered on you, and that yep. logo. What do you think about that logo? That logo is amazing, right? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You, you mentioned teaching kids, and you me you mentioned you know wanting others to learn from you. You built your own gym, right? And you know you're working for a company right now. You kind of I don't know how that's going now, but you have your own gym. It has your logo on it. You have your own spot. You have your place to teach these kids, and basically your own um, temple. Exactly. You feel me and. 
when we walked into that temple, it was. It, I, I thought it was like I didn't. I didn't had no idea that you had mm -hmm. your own design, mm -hmm. your own mat, and yep. it was surprising. And it only makes me happy, and it makes me proud of you. You know. Thank you. And you have you're building a name for yourself, and I feel like you're gonna get even bigger than where you are right now. And I can only hope, I hope so. for the best. Yep. You know how was that process of creating that little gym in your house? Uh, it was very hard. I had to. Um, um, First of all, you had to tell your mom about it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I like to include my mom in a lot of stuff, but um, uh, let's say with uh, so yeah, like um, I knew like this is what I wanted to do. I uh, I know like I want to teach martial arts. I want to teach kids. My main focus is on kids. I'm not. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna teach adults, but uh, kids are the future. That no doubt. Um, and you never know what kid is where. I want to make sure I instruct them to make sure like, hey, they do these things for the right reasons. And when it comes to competition wise, like because my kids are going to compete, that they know how to handle themselves. And um, clearly, like, I don't want any of my kids to face losses, but there's I'm not not only am I going to be like a dominant coach, I'm going to show them like, hey, like, like, it's OK to lose. That instead of taking it as a loss, take it as a lesson, um, try to improve yourselves, try to see what mistakes you've made, because I've made some mistakes. I'm not going to say I won all my all my fights. Hey, man, my first my first competition, I was two months in learning two months in. That's nothing you to, to, to do your first competition and I'm not gonna lie it was it went horrible I felt kind of ashamed yeah my first competition like I'm out here in Maryland I, I drove all the way to Philly I felt very confident like man I was training every day and um I went over there and I didn't catch any medals and all that and it was very embarrassing but and uh aside from me like being like oh man I lost I suck let me just quit I took that as a as a like my first milestone like I need to continue and I need to strive to be greater like if this is what I want to do, I need to I need to work my ass off. So that's exactly what I did. My next tournament around, man, I took gold medal in three spots. My absolute, my weight class, and then no gi. I was like, I changed everything that I had to do. And then since, and I'm not gonna say it felt very rewarding winning that. Um, but now building the spot, um, like now, because uh, of COVID and uh, some differences at the where I was working at. I just decided to, I, not just us, not just me, but it was, I think it was just time for me to part ways and then start my own thing. Cause I know, I know what I want to teach. I know exactly how I want to teach it. And I honestly see, uh, I see a future for it. And I see, uh, and not only that, like, I, I like to think like, I'm kind of like a little kid. Cause I have my little kid moments. Like I find like, like dumb things funny. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, like, and then like, I, I was just, I just, I've been working with kids and hard to believe like i used to hate kids and babies and all that when i was when i was uh like a teen and like maybe like 18 and 19 like i oh, mean i hated them especially the ones that like are very spoiled and entitled because they feel like they can get away with anything but that's kind of why i kind of got into it like to uh make a path for these kids to be like hey you got to earn it you can't you can't get what you want because you ask mommy and daddy you have to do it yourself and if you don't like it then this is like what's going to come of it like and, and then a lot of parents a lot of parents see this from me and they're like oh man this is great this is what my kids need and then and then usually what that comes from it is like that, that builds relationship with the parents and the kids and then they're going to want to be under you like train with you for as until until they're adults until like yeah like continued like lifelong relationships um and that's that's what i want and um according like yeah this uh, this i was th i was doing all this uh during covid Cause I mean, I wasn't going to just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. So I was like, I was, I was, I was grinding. I was doing everything that I had to do to make sure I, I built that, uh, my little studio. 
the way it is. I, the thing about gyms now, some gyms are like dirty, they're not presentable. So I wanted to take that extra step instead of just having mats there and just have a clear room. No, I decided to to beat that uh, half percent, uh, beat that, beat half of the people that don't have like it's cleanly, it's not, it doesn't look cool, it's not presentable. I I took that away, so that shouldn't be an option. The only thing from there now is the way they need to come is the way I teach, which I know how to teach. I know how to describe it to kids. I know how to break it down for people who don't know what they're doing. Um, and when they come in, they're going to be like, oh, man, the gym's the gym's amazing. The instructor's amazing. My kid is learning. And this is amazing. Like, what's there to miss out? Let's let's let me sign him up. I want him to I want to train under this guy that has a nice presentable spot, which I'm going to tell you, like a lot of gyms aren't like that. They they're they're just not. Um, and I don't know why, because present presentation is a major part into into a business Correct. and um aside from that like the people that you have training there is, is also it's it's important but but yeah man all throughout COVID, i was working on this i i uh fixed it on my own i did all that i had to save up like crazy for the mats and then the pain i did it all myself i didn't i didn't contract anybody so that was all me i'm determined to get to achieve these dreams not even dreams goals because dreams are things that you you wished to happen I know this is all gonna happen. I'd like to speak it into existence because um, that's that's mental. That's mental for you. And if you if you can speak it, if you can get that mentally into you, then not, nothing possible. can stop you. Yeah, nothing can stop you. Possible, yeah. yeah. Uh, best of luck. I'm sure that you're gonna execute. Your mindset is there. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Uh, you have two friends uh, that we met uh, on Saturday when we were mm -hmm. video recording. Uh, tell me about. The relationship between you have between uh, one of them you told me one of them is that you're thankful oh yeah man so so crazy. christian yeah. christian is <laughs> christian christian is very shy uh -huh. he uh, when when i first us uh, uh when he first rolled onto the gym like i i, I kind of noticed like i kind of needed like uh uh like a dummy at first to like work on my stuff and um i like i, I heard people say like hey you just just grab a white belt and then every single time like you need to work with them just stick to that one dude and then i was like i was like all right how do i find mine like how do i find my 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 uh how do i how do i find my newbie like how do i find that dude like who is gonna stick through it and i was and then i saw christian walk through like very helpless like a little cub and then like i saw him like he's very stiff and all that when he first coming in like he was this was a dude who had no experience at all no and then the um he came in and um i was just like that's that's my cub that's the dude that I'm gonna like I'm gonna like I'm gonna beat him up every single time I'm gonna like I'm gonna like get my stuff done and then it, well. yeah yes he's learned so much oh definitely so I was speaking to him and he told me you know he was telling me all the things he's learned and this he dude was is teaching me so I was like oh, okay I bet Brian taught you all of this so mm -hmm. you're also teaching this guy so the thing about this dude is like he's like the opposite of me when it comes to jujitsu because um he has to find ways to stop me and that's kind of what he focuses on because like i'm always learning constant new stuff or new movements that he and then he always finds ways of stopping them so it's like non-stop learning this dude is like the anti-brian in jujitsu which is which is which i really needed because um that means it's non-stop like like if if you're beating somebody a million times and you keep beating them a million times every single time then clearly you're not the dude that's that you're beating isn't progressing and you're not getting any better because it's not challenging anymore. You know you can beat somebody a million times, and then that's kind of why like I uh, I kind of nurtured him into uh, into like I started I like I was teaching him these things. I was telling him sequences, and um, and aside from that, like it became like into like a like a brother relationship. Like this dude, like um, I would I would uh, I would fight for this dude. I would whatever he needed, I was there for him. 
and the same goes around man he was a, this is a fun this is like an adult this is a dude who has his he has a job he's set he doesn't really need help from nobody like he has his he has his life is already placed but he decided he decides on his extra time to take his time to develop his skills and uh work with me which is that's a lot to ask of somebody and i didn't even ask for it he he decided to do this and he's very doubtful and like i kind of like i'm there to balance him like yo you can't he, he tells me times like man i'm just gonna stop i want to do something else i'm like no why for what reason what's your reason and it's just it's, it's just excuses you're always gonna find excuses and then like he keeps going this dude's an athletic guy this dude was running like track like like uh like for his like country and stuff well, he was real good and all that and then he comes around here and he's like a like he's a dude's like shredded and everything and then um he just comes in here and like he fit well like i was teaching him like i broke him out of his shell um but yeah man very thankful for christian man he he uh whatever i needed he was there for me and uh very lucky for him and i'm thankful for coach aj man um he grounded it for me he um he taught me he 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 built a mindset in me the, to never quit to no matter how hard shit gets um you just can't let that knock you down because then then you'll just be you'll be nothing you're nothing like that's not the way the world is like yo if you like they you get fired one day you're just gonna sit there and sob no he 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 entitled he developed he made he made this mindset on me he showed me that like you just can't quit and you have to go through these hard things in order to see the other side of the the rainbow I think it's important that you know who you're surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. like you're seeing your coach you're being coached with the right person right and, you know it's important for you to know who's around you right you know and, and it's important for you to be an example as well um because you want to be around too you know right you want people to have you around you want you want to learn you want them to learn so i feel like all of that comes into place um to finalize uh, what is one message that you Especially for the kids, you're into kids. You want to go ahead and uh, help these kids. What's the one message that you you want to give them out? And anybody that's looking to get themselves into this field, what is the one thing that you want to tell them? You can't quit. You can't quit as 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 hard or as difficult or the or the fact that you feel like you just can't do it. That's just an excuse. Imagine once you, if if you plan on quitting. Imagine going through that through that uh, process of quitting and going over it now you've just a you just went through a triumph you just went through a little uh, bump on the road and then you see yourself at a different level you've grown out of it you keep going what, what's wrong with the world now nowadays is once somebody gets once it gets too hard for somebody they don't like to go over that they like to stop and then that's not that's not the way to do it that's not how the world works that's that's why kind of people settle for things and they don't move forward and that's and I saw that in myself, so I decided to go over that and to keep going. And I still have bumps and all that, but you just can't quit. And I tell that to kids, especially with kids, it's very easy for kids to be like, "I don't like it. It's too hard for me. Uh, I, I, it's impossible." No, that's not a word. That doesn't exist. Anything can be overcome. This is why we have people like millionaires. We have people, not not like that too, but like people who like came from nothing and they 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 found a solution. They made it out of the dirt. They they overcame that. And um, that's because they didn't quit. And that's something that I try to teach kids too. Like, what good is it from quitting? What do you gain from quitting? Nothing, technically. You you quit. You stopped uh, pushing yourself, which isn't a good asset for yourself. It's I don't think anybody should quit. Let me just give a quick shout out to my girlfriend, uh, Sarah Lima. She has been there from Sarah too. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> she she is firsthand. She firsthand witnessed all of this, and she's she has. 
shared the pain with me and has been there through thick and thin. And I honestly, if, it, if, if I haven't had her, I'd probably be a different person. But she has been there for me. She has encouraged me. She has not let me down. She has she has taken a, a lot of, she took a toll off of me. And um, honestly, without her, I'd probably, maybe I would have sinked and instead of keep swimming but i was there for her and another dude is jason that's my brother he 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 knocks reality into me he sets me straight he's he keeps me going like this dude is he's like he's there for me and it's very hard to find somebody who will die for you like aside from christian that's that's my bro but jason that's my that's my blood that dude since little kids man he was there for me he encourages me that dude anyways those two people those three people christian sarah and jason i am i thank god for them they have they have uh they have they're my backbones they have those are gifts from god those are messages sent to me like hey like we believe in you and i would have without them man i don't know where i'd be yeah that was that was very powerful mm -hmm. kind of just make me think about her i think about my brother and think mm -hmm. about the people that you know right used to tell me hey you know don't give up on this thing that you want to do don't give up on you know i catch myself telling myself i can't mm -hmm. do this i'm not doing this anymore right but then i'm like no i'm like i cannot quit mm -hmm. so it's important again to have those people around you right? mm -hmm. those are the people that drive those are the people that push you right also my mom also my mom she had to she had to put up with me but it, like <laughs> as much as i don't stay there like <laughs> my, my mom and all that i have i had so many people doubting me they still doubt me i, I can't say i'm 100 percent successful but i have a lot of doubt and i just i'm silencing them and you're doing i, great. I like that you're doing yeah. great and uh i'm proud of you again i hope to see you again i hope you kick ass on the seventh and uh I'll definitely bring you back and we can talk about anything else that you want to talk about. Definitely sounds great uh, with me. You guys better follow him. It's Toad Sage Brian. He's starting his own business. He's trying to help kids, trying to help anybody that's willing to be taught and to be willing to get some discipline into their life. Self-defense is very important. Uh, let's not forget about that. And uh, we'll come to the end. We appreciate your time. and Thank you. Um, you know, you're an inspiration and whoever's listening to this will definitely know that. And I hope you get something out of this and... God bless you. God bless your family. I appreciate Sarah for being here today and, you know, being my backbone because, mm -hmm. you know, you saw everything we just did beforehand and mm -hmm. it comes into play. Uh, I appreciate you and anything you want to say? No, I was just going to ask anything you want to add before we close out. Um, uh, as you guys know, I have my own little gym going on. I It's open to anybody. Um, just shoot me a message. I honestly work with anybody. Like, I work with beginners to people who are nervous. I, I've worked with uh, kids who don't know how to throw, and adults who don't know how to throw proper punches. They literally, like a little smack. Mm -hmm. They give smacks instead of punches. And it, no, seriously. No, and no, it, I feel it. No, there's there's those kind of people. And um, and it's nothing to be ashamed about or um, or nervous about. It's it's just taking that step of uh, trying to try to put, pushing yourself again. And um, honestly, like I'm great with uh, handicapped people, people who don't know how to move. Like I said, my mom, my mom uh, um, would take care of a handicapped person who literally can't, who could, can't talk, walk, none of that. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm used to being around that kind of spot. So like, if you have any people like like that who want to learn, I am definitely like, I've I've been bred up to this. Like I've been, I'm used to all kinds. And then I've been working with kids who who can't really do stuff, and then like going around that. And it's the same with adults who can't do these kind of stuff. So. Anybody who, even if you're a beginner or you're an expert or you just have no idea what's going on, like like I said, self-defense is important. Just shoot me a DM and I will definitely help you out throughout the process. I, 
I always give out positive vibes and I make sure I, I you gain something from this instead of just instead of just like being just a payment thing like no like you gain you gain experience you gain you gain a uh, confidence all that things that that a lot of people love and need that's great and you guys heard it all you guys heard it from him himself and don't hesitate on hitting him up with any tips you may need and any training i'm sure he'll be able to help you as well as myself if i ever got, come to that point we've come to the end again thank you so much for being here thank you sarah for being an amazing co-host settle tina's of the mic tina's talk out <laughs>